Get ready for the best super coach show on the planet. It's so good, it's better than Lego. You're now listening to the Super Coach Experience Podcast. Here's your host, Brandon Savage. Brandon Savage. Hello and welcome back to the Super Coach Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Savage, the coach of the Jamin Salmons who are starting. We are here for the round 16 buy round and Jesus Christ, what a weekend of Supercoach it was. What a weekend we got coming up. Origin sides have just dropped and fuck me, Freddie is a dog. Here <laughs> to dissect it with me is the coach of Tripjack and Mafia, t- Mikey. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Timmy. <laughs> yeah, because you used to have Timmy sit next year. But um, yeah, good to be back on my first one in our DM podcast. So yeah, only a couple of weeks to live fly to Europe now. So um, trying to just fit in as many as I can. And um, it's been a pretty big week of Supercoach. Um, pretty underwhelming score by myself. 1281 is not that bad. But man, I sold, you remember, I sold Garrick two weeks ago. <laughs> come back to bite me in the ass. I didn't um, buy Garrick in the first place, so it doesn't yeah, hurt as much. Yeah, it, it, it hurts me in a sense. I just hope the guy that I have now in Talakai really puts on a show this weekend. But other than that, um, yeah, you kind of swayed me uh, to go Gutho instead of Moses. Ended up being an extra 70 points. And at the start of the week, like I was like 700 with only like not many to go, like three to go on a captain. I was like, shit. And um, yeah, the yesterday's game saved me and only lost 400 spots, so 1,800. And also, I've got the 2021 champion, Timmy Moody. How are you, Timmy? I'm good. I'm good. I just wanted to come on the podcast just to sort of um, give some advice to anyone that's outside the uh, <laughs> top 2K. And obviously, you guys can speak to those guys that are still in the uh, hunt for the overall glory, well, being that you're in the uh, top 2K. We always need someone who's outside of it, just, just to, to, give, just to give a di- different... Like, isn't Jake out of it as well? Oh, Jake's plummeted yeah, massively. he would be. I still think you're ahead of Jake. Oh, I'm but, definitely um, ahead of Jake. For anyone that doesn't know, um, you know, Timmy loves to give a lot of banner in the group, and he was <laughs> giving me a lot of banner when I was sitting in 5,000, and I told him, give me, uh, give me time, I'll, I'll overtake you very soon. Let, Let him cook. Very quickly. It only happened three weeks <laughs> is all it took. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it feels, it's like a little personal win. In the end of the day, he's always going to have one over me because he's won the damn thing. But I'll take the small wins. Timmy, uh, I've got to say, you're having a pretty good week. Like, you made some good decisions. Uh, Reese Walsh, captain. Brilliant. Yeah, well, that Sean, captain? Yeah. Sean, oh, Johns- wow. Sean Johnson, vice captain. I mean, 120, you'll take it. Some good things going on. But look, it, put, it was a disaster week for my side. Um, I mean, obviously, there was, you know, dodging Buller so many times. Not having him and him going off. I had Junior Tupu who just didn't do it again for me. Um, there was Eli Katoa who went down with an early injury. Very annoying. I had to play Sony Luke with Hosking pulling out. Um, and there was one that was even worse. Oh, yeah, Will Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah, so I was really tossing up between him and Gutho and... I just <sighs> really was chasing that upside and I thought, no, oh, Gutho can pod sometimes. And, he, and I looked at, back at his scores and none of them were really that exciting except for that four uh, game one. And then he goes and puts three on in the first half. And I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. So um, that was a big swing. Yeah, I got in Gutho myself this week. And I think that was the difference because at the start of Monday, I was none out of 10 in all my leagues. Ended up being nine out of 10. Uh, Captain Gutho. I, I think all weekend I was thinking about it. I was like, oh, I think Gutho's the guy to go over Moses. 
uh, I don't know. Moe's just seems too obvious. I just need to think about mm. it. And I was feeling gutho. And I convinced Mikey to do it as well. And he was really unsure about it still, but um, made some good points. And me, Mikey, and Hads all wrote it together. And it was a good watch. 100%. Uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Like... I only ended up getting so most got eighty nine, but th- those extra forty eight points adds up. Yeah. So I, I would have lost, I reckon, another five hundred if I didn't do that. So it was it was good. Like he scored that first one, that shouldn't have been a try. I was like, All right, yeah. cool. so a bit of luck in our way. But he, he also got one. ripped off a try assist at the end as well. Yeah, well that, but that's probably his karma. No, yeah, he deserved that. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, but. He got to try that. He shouldn't. So it worked out. But yeah, it, it was looking like it could have been a one fifty eight score. It was pretty bad. Like that shouldn't. That first one definitely shouldn't have been no a try. Ju- no but that try. second one, like, are you meant to run through the line or stop at the line? I feel like you get penalised if you stop in the line, but if you run through the line, mm. they choose when and when they like. They, they change it when they want to use common sense, and uh, I just wish they always chose of common yeah. sense. Yeah, agree, uh, Timmy. You did have a good week. Um, no, it was actually, a shocker. Actually, Jake, was a shocker. Jake was looking good as well. He got in Jerome Hughes. He had uh, a couple of good players, but then he had the Katoas. Ellie that Katoa. Was just pure unlucky, man. Ellie Katoa and Sione Katoa, both from different sides. That's just an absolute killer. Mm. But, Timmy, tell me through your thought process. You are here last week. Uh, going Kennedy over Gutho and looking back, would do you think you would have changed your mind or is that all hindsight? Oh, definitely hindsight. And, I mean, I, I felt like th- this matchup last week was definitely set up for Gutho to score more points against the Dogs than Will Kennedy would against the Storm in a side that's fairly... Um, you know, the storm got pumped last week, so they were always going to turn up one way or another. But I didn't think them turning up would mean that the Sharks had completely fall apart to shit. So, yeah, I, I just I just thought that... I looked at the next run of games for the Sharks, and the, I really like it. It's like, I think it's Tigers, uh, Bulldogs. So i got Dogs this week, the same matchup that you dogs, guys got yep, last week. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. So, yeah, I don't mind it, and I just... I just I always go back to highlights. Like I end up when I'm undecided, and I was watching highlights. And obviously, the silly thing to do because you know what type of player Gutho is. He's an effort player. He's in everything, so that's how he scores his points. But when I watched the highlights, Kennedy was looking pretty like elusive and stuff. So look, they're both pretty similar in the fact that they love to support run. And I think although it wasn't a good move last week, you could pay some dividends this week. But then on the yeah, flip it's just going to be hard to make up that hundred points over this next four to five weeks or whatever it Plus is. Plus, has got the those. goals this week, so that's a kick in the guts too. With Moses being out, he probably has a more well, dominant. That was play. part of my thinking. I thought that I thought that. Um, Moses was going to get the call up. So I figured, look, if it's only Gutho in the side, I don't know how it was going to work out. It could be great for him doing everything, but I thought if their side's not playing well because they've got too many out. There's usually one guy with Gutho. There's usually a Moses or a Brown there, and he picks up the slack. I don't think I've seen him without both. Mm. So uh, I, I do understand. So that was part th- of my thought process. I was like, well, if the Sharks are like basically kind of a full side and – uh, like working well together, then that'll give Kennedy every opportunity with good attacking moments. Whereas if you know the, if the Eels are just sort of chasing their ass all game, and you know Gutho's just trying to bloody do hero, heroic tackles and um, hold ups or one on one things and stuff like that, then maybe it might be good. But it didn't pay off last week, so it's probably not going to pay off long run. But I think as we saw on the weekend, uh, Gutho 
he needs a good half to put him into the space. Every single attacking stat was because someone else put him into good space. I think he can do it himself, but um, I understand the thought process there. What, what you're playing this week is a non-Buller owner, so... I don't really need to ask the question again this week, is Buller a buy or not? But he's breaking in his 20. Obviously, you're not going to go there. How are you going to counteract not having Buller? Are you going to load up with two fullbacks to make sure that the Buller owners can't get at least one of them? Or what's what's your plan there? Oh, I'll quickly butt in. So my plan, the reason why I didn't have Buller is because I already had a double fullback plan that played buys, and I had Gutho. I've had Gutho for a bit now, probably around 11 or 12 I brought him in, and I brought in Drinkwater uh, a similar time. And well, I've only had Drinkwater for three weeks now, but it pumped out the one. 15 and then a 103 and he's only 3% owned and he now costs owners an extra 120 to what I've paid so I think I can counteract it this week he plays the Panthers which are actually missing the 5 stars because they've chosen to rest Crichton by the looks of it because I'm pretty sure the 18th man can play but either way it doesn't matter he's not named at all Uh, they named a pretty similar side to what I thought they would play and yeah so due to that fact um, yeah Kind of lost what I was talking about, but yeah. Was, was oh well, Timmy, Timmy you got Reese Walsh. Yeah, I'm probably just going to hold on to Walsh. That was like, that was my plan. He's the one Origin guy I've told myself I'm not getting rid of because I think it will be hard to kind of get him back in that position. Just because I'll probably end up liking the other people, I end up chucking in there anyway. Um, so yeah, I just want him. I want to have him all year, and I'm just going to run the one fullback. So it'll be Will Kennedy over this little period, and then there might be if Walsh doesn't back up. Um, next week I might not have a fullback for round 17, which is a bit awkward. You know what's funny? I actually, um, I actually didn't have a look at your team until halfway through the Sharks game, and I just had a feeling you got in Will Kennedy. I just, I just know that you, you these like are the things these, I do. Yeah, you just <laughs> like these type of plays. You like to keep quiet about it as well. Um, but I guess Origin selections. Mitchell yeah. Moses selected at number seven. Uh, I, I guess upon reflection. He probably is one of the better guys for the role. Like, Hines hasn't played a top eight side and won in, in quite a bit. Uh, he has a do or die. He, yeah, it's a do or die. He hasn't proved himself, but... It's a bit slack. I don't know. I just feel like all the other changes, it's Freddie correcting himself from his mistakes in round one. And even still, like, Stefano, I don't I love... I feel like they're mostly just force changes. Like, Latrell's coming in because he's now available. Yeah. Um, you know... The, the, the two the hookers are coming TPJ. in because Appy's not available. Yeah, TPJ. It's uh, not much of a thing. Yeah. He's correcting it. But, yeah, I, like, in I know. In key positions and everything, there's not, like, obviously, and then the Cleary's out sort of thing. So I think he's sort of I, stuck with yeah, the core. But, like, Stefano in for TPJ, like, I feel like Lenu should have got that. I'm a Penner fan, but I, I agree with Lenu too. He doesn't play massive minutes, but he comes on and he adds what you want from that, you know, that bench is for them to come on and add that side to another level, like what Liam Martin did the last game. And he does that for Penner week in, week out in the big games. And I think he would have been perfect. I know more people had a cry on more Penner more Penner and probably a lot of people were talking about Jerome Luai, but realistically, Luai wasn't totally horrible. In the he was first. one of the better players. Yeah, but it's just he's one of the most hated players in the NRL. He probably is the most hated player in the NRL. Yeah, he probably and is. Everyone thinks I just defend him because I'm a Penner supporter. It's not one of my favourite Penner yeah. players, but he, he copped way too much slack. Um, 
It's do or die for him as a super coach player means after talking the car. I don't know if I want him to win or lose this game. I kind of want him to lose this game so Freddie gets sacked. But I want him nah, to win. You can want him to win every time, bro. Yeah, no, no. But I know that. Yeah, you do. No, but, but no, I, I want him sacked, and they won't get him sacked. It's best for Blues. So if you, that means we have to lose, you know what I'm what bloody sick of. I'm sick of waiting till the last minute, not knowing what the side is. Like Queensland, there was no fuss about Queensland side because we, yeah. we knew what it was going to be every time. Mm, we've got to wait because Freddie. We don't know what's going on in Freddie. His mind. I think yeah. with with all these other changes like Robson and Cook, I like it. But, wh- but why did you choose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why did you choose Hines in the first place? Like obviously, as a fourteen, yeah. Like as you said, Queensland always adapt that mentality where the fourteenth guys are next up. Yeah, and they have and to they, bide their time. Yeah, yeah that that they'll get, get the they'll chance. get him on for middle of the game to. Have a chance to and inject themselves. There was themselves. a forward in at one point back in the day when they had too many halfbacks. Oh, I forget who it was, but yeah, like, like well, Ben Hunt, Coop, Coop Cronk, Jonathan. Uh, DC, Thurston. I swear, DC was at one. DC was a fourteen for a long yeah, time. Like so. I think it's a bit slack, but I think he's baking it too much off one game. But um, yeah, obviously I'm a blue sport. I want him to win, and I don't want Colin Matangi uh, <laughs> to get picked. So I'm being very so selfish. you want him to win. Yeah, because, because of that. if yeah. Hudson Young has a bad game, then I go, oh, let's get Colin Matangi for the next one, and I'll be pissed off. I think Hudson Young. Getting picked to start on the edge. I love Hudson Young, but why did he only play 30 minutes in game one? Was that always the plan or mm. like because he and had a bad yeah. first 30 minutes? Like, I'm just worried. I thought that Martin might have started, but I think with that concussion that he's not, and I think he was really good as impact. So I think yeah. they'll stick to the same plan. Well, I guess uh, there we go. Supercoach implications. Mitchell Moses is what I was starting off at. Not Playing one of the next four weeks uh, and. That game is ne- next week, backing up from Origin on Saturday in Queensland. So there's the benefit. Doesn't have to travel. What are our thoughts on holding or selling Mitchell Moses, Timmy? I think it sucks for people that have got him, that, that he's got the call up, first of all, because um, it was very unexpected, especially with, you know, Hines being assumed the next man up, but I'd probably say it's time to just you have to just play the cards you dealt in front of you and probably pass him, you know, fold, get rid of him. Mikey, I, I bought him in last week. Uh, like I think like eighteen thousand super coaches did, and I I brought him in knowing that he could get selected. And I was pretty confident he would, but I did it anyway because I thought he was in for a really good week, and I wanted the points. And looking at it now, maybe that wasn't the right move, but that's what I believe was. And at least I have sixty k and ninety points. I didn't really look ahead and realize, okay, after this he's going to play one of the next four if he gets picked. And now that I'm in that position, I'm looking. There's a good replacement. I'm going to go to that replacement. Bank some extra money to start bringing in some keepers for the run home since my buy numbers are good um and just yeah swallow my pride a little bit and sometimes just a little quick flip play i got him Mm. did really well this week for me some would have captain this week you would have been happy with that captain score and yeah flip him to to hughes is my plan i'm gonna flip him to hughes but um before we elaborate savs should we go over how many numbers we have and in our trades or are we doing that soon trades are always at the end now Uh, um but Mike is just trying to take over yeah. hosting the show. Yeah. <laughs> just a bit of bit of micromanagement. Hey. <laughs> I think. Um, I we think don't have an agenda. You so. make you make a good point though, because. Sorry to interrupt. Hello. Yeah. Got a little bit out of focus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then we're off for. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, they pre-told us. Oh yeah, because you guys set her up and then we you go on a move to it. Oh, he told us how to use it before. So. Uh. Um. So sorry, I cut a bit out, but. Uh, yeah, so we'll, so we'll if you just there's lights 
you switch these, like, yeah. turn everything else off. This yeah. light's just, as you go down these steps on the right-hand side. Yeah. Switch those off. Okay. The door and then closes. Cool. Sweet. Amazing. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Some editing for you. <laughs> Unwanted. <laughs> just <Yeah>. leave it. <laughs> they're, they're Sorry about that, guys. How many times have we done that? We've had uh, dogs barking on the show. We've had... Um, we have many things live on the show. That yeah, let's just leave out. it. Let's just leave <laughs> it. We have some great experience. Um, they're, they're going out to an event tonight, so I don't know what they're actually going to. Pretty exciting. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's exciting them. for have them. Fun, Pretty guys. exciting. Exciting for them. Yeah, sorry. So back to the uh, agenda. Sorry. Where's our invite? I don't know. <laughs> um, back to you. Make a good point, Jerome Hughes. Like Mitch Moses to Jerome Hughes banks you what three hundred. Two two sixty two sixty. He's got a very good matchup. Free uh, played three games only against uh, the Tigers, but with Tigers without Apisi Coruscant, uh, maybe I, I forget. I, and I Brooks, looked. yeah, Brooks, and on top of that, Atoykamanu. Uh, his lowest score against the Tigers is one hundred and eight. So not only do you make a bit of money, but obviously the guy that you get in, you're not going to sell Hines if you have Hines. Real convincing. Be, yeah. Or, Real convincing you are. Yeah, or you. A lot of these thoughts also come from <laughs> yourself. But me and you are going back and forth in yeah. this conversation. But with Jerome Hughes, you need to make sure that the guy you're bringing in is going to be a bridge back to Cleary. Yeah, yeah So it. the fact he's got a low break even, as you said, he's got the 100 and something in his rolling average. You want him to start building up so you can almost do a straight swap to Cleary. That's it. I'm so all for Jerome Hughes. I've... He was keen on him last week, sort of yep. said, don't mind him, think he's had a slow start, probably due to start picking his game up. I just think it's interesting that people are on him now just because he scored that 119. It's like just people just need to see it and then be like, all right, now I can It was do more it. so the Storm show some form because I know yeah. he's always got these games in him, but it's just the Storm were doing so bad I thought it was too risky to, like Jake did the rest, but I just thought, no, go Moses, he's in form, he's trying to play for a blues jumper, he'll score well this week, where... And you made a good point before. These players don't just fall off a cliff forever. Like, they come back into form. They come back into relevancy. And uh, fortunately for us, Jerome Hughes does it every year at this point of the year. Yeah, he's going to have to step up with some of their origin stars out. Uh, Pezzett's a pretty handy replacement in the halves with him, so I still think they're going to have a bit of structure because you've still got Pezzett and then you've still got Meany floating at fullback. So... Like they can still put points on and this yeah, against who they're versing, like the Tigers, bro. Like I think the obvious replacement besides Hughes, Nico Hines. If you don't have him, yeah, it's a if nice swap. Him, bring him back. Like just oh, that's swallow, what I'm getting, yeah. Swallow, yeah. swallow, swallow yeah. your pill, bring him back. He's got the high break even, but we've known it. We've seen it all year and all last year. They bullied bottom eight sides and they're going to bully the Bulldogs. Oh, and they'll, they'll have their turn of being a cranky Melbourne yeah, and yeah. put on probably 50, 60 points this week. It's a funny little competition this year. Yeah, 100%. I think it's a great week to have some Sharks players. And they cover the next two. That's Hines now for the next two buys. Unless Freddie goes crazy on the next one. But if they win... Or like, he gets sacked. Yeah, but if they win, they they're not going to change... Coach. If they win, they're <laughs> not going to change the, the pairing. No, but if it's a dead rubber, what are they going to do? Call Jason Riles up. Yeah, he knows. He knows. I guess... Um, yeah, he's not playing Origin. Unfortunate for him. Does seem a bit down. So there is a world where he could like punch out a few low scores over the next couple of weeks. But he's locked in for the rest of the season for everyone. So don't overthink it. What if he does? We're looking at now. I didn't consider this. What if he does get picked for the third game? How does that affect him for Super Coach? Will he miss any more he games? He misses nineteen anyway. No, I mean, they, no, they play the by nineteen, and I think so. They've already had. 
what, two buys? Yeah. Yeah, so that's their last buy. Their last buy is, um, no, they don't have a buy in 19. They'll have another buy somewhere else. Uh, round 17 is their last buy. Which is oh, next week. Yeah, it's next week. The so BE's not big is... enough to really want to wait a week either. You like to after, you can almost just wait till after the buy, but you do, I think you snap him up now, just take it. Snap him up, take it. Even if you just – we expected not to get any uh, buy rounds out of him. The fact you're even just getting one and, captain, and look at the matchup. The, the captain option is just outweighs everything. The yeah. last two weeks, though, I've captained Tedesco against the Bulldogs, a fullback. I've captained Gartho against the Bulldogs. So do I get him Will Kennedy? Do I get him Will Kennedy and captain of, him? Oh, I know we haven't gone over your trades, but obviously instead of the other... Yeah, uh, well, no, I'm just I'm just thinking. Or, like, th- this has gone too far ahead at the moment, but the Bulldogs are leaking points to fullbacks at the moment. Do you play eyes up and scramble to get Will Kennedy in? I think if there's a lot of good fullback options for this buy round, and um, if you're looking to get one, like Gutho and Wood Kennedy stand out as two great options because they will cover the next two. Mm. Like Gutho's got the nice um, big score and low BE, and then if you can wait a little bit on Kennedy, he's you wouldn't, but yeah, you, you want him for this buy round and this matchup. Like, yeah, true. I think if you want him though, and you want him going forward, do it. But then again, at the same point. I don't like one-week plays. Like that Moses one-week play, I don't like, oh, because he's playing the Dogs this week, I'll get him for that. If, yeah, I was yeah, hoping get him for the fact that the yeah, yeah, few yeah, games yeah. are good as well. Yeah. But, yeah, one-week plays are never... Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, but back to, like, Nico Hines against the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs, they've been pretty dog shit the last few weeks. Are they going to show up eventually? Like, they've got no one missing to origin, mm. except out of car. Oh, they've got a lot of injuries. Um, but they just keep hampering them, but I still think they'll they'll leak points this week. And yeah, me this, too. That shark sides what, do they? Have, they're not affected that much by Origin, are they? Do they have anyone in Origin? Mm, uh, not no, one. No, not one. So that's 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 a pretty big call. That's a full strength shark side. Are they playing at Shark Park? Yes. Like you know, what I mean, I got three sharks this week, and it's a week to have sharks. So. Uh, but mind you, as Timmy was saying with the one-week plays, they do have a buy round next week. Yeah, that's it. So, so like so the last one. If you've already got enough Bulldogs, Sharks, and et cetera. Um, okay, let's go on to team lists, and we'll just dissect that a bit. Uh, we've got five teams, and it's pretty Five big, games. Uh, f- yeah, five games. It's pretty big team list, to be honest. Uh, first game is the Cowboys versus the Panthers. The Cowboys, they're pretty... Uh, they're pretty depleted at the moment. They've got no Nanoi. Valentine. But Holmes. they've also got Lukey and Leilua in the back row, so they're pretty good there. But the Penrith is, which is what depleted. Crichton rested. Toto out. Cleary, Luai out. Liam Martin and Isaiah Yo. And it's a pretty. Ivan picked kind of how you thought he was going to. Winners from this one, Tyron Peachy, he starts. Yep, so held him myself. You're holding him, hoping he was going to get a start in here. Um, yeah, that's that's a win. And also for Hosking owners, which I'm sure you are going to say next. Hosking starts and there's no Liam Martin on the bench. But there's Luke Garner. There is Luke Garner. It's the same. Jamin Salmon goes Salmon. to five. Yep. Starts, so he's also a big winner. 
Yeah, so you'd assume Scotty's playing way too good. He's going to get 80. So Garner will probably spell. Um, or then again, it's not Isaiah Yo at lock. Because it's Eisenhoof, there's a good chance. Less minutes, can, yeah. There's a good chance that they could switch Sorrow to lock or one of those. Garner might even come on to Like one of them might go to lock. Because um, Eisenhoof's not going to play 80 minutes. So um, he might. But I'm predicting that Garner may spell him at some point. But... If you've held uh, Hosking and you didn't make that money in selling him like three, four weeks ago, we've got him for this point, playing for the, this week, and, you know, hopefully he does well. This is a hard game to tip. Uh, the hard pairing I'm not too fond of. I'm oh, not Salmon playing 80 minutes. Oh, I'm not too fond of, but still got a pretty good forward pack. And oh, I rate Tom Jenkins. Um, we call him, me and my mates call him the White Walker or the Day Walker because, yeah, how white he is. But um, oh, I think he's going to have a, a, a real big game, so... Awesome play if you haven't seen him play before. So it's a hard one to tip because the last time we played a depleted, a depleted Penrith played uh, Queensland, we uh, we lost. So There's a few interesting takes here. Um, Lindsay Smith is going to be probably a winner uh, for oh, minutes in that. He could play lock. I don't know he um, he's been impressive. He's been really he's good, been great, especially super coach wise. So if you jumped on him at the cheap price, you'd be cheering. Um, obviously Hosking. Scott Sorensen, Jesus. He's been an absolute beast, and I think a lot of people wouldn't have bought him because they would have thought he went back into that middle Short rotation. Term, yeah, Hosking was ahead of him. I think he's locked down that left edge. He's the kick-out replacement. He's just re-signed with the club when all the rumours were he was going to go to the Knights, and I really thought we were going to lose him because we couldn't keep him. We kept him, and I'm so happy to keep him. He's, for Penner fans, he's fast become one of like you know my favourites. He just gives 110% each week, and... He's just as damaging as, a, like, you know, he kind of feels a kicker all well, make, made it his kind yeah. of his own. How do you feel, Timmy, as a Penrith supporter? I like him. I think he's a good player. I think he's a bit of a, a dreamboat as well, which is also <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, 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 100%. Uh, how do you think we'll go this week? I, my first gut feel was with just looking at the halves that we would lose this one, but then I've... You look at the look Cowboys. The, rest of the side, it looks like there's enough. And they've done a lot of work towards it. Like the Cowboys enough are missing skeleton, Holmes, Nanai, and Robson. Robson hurts for people that had Robson. But at least I guess, like, I got one buy out of him. I purchased him because he played, covered two buys, so he doesn't get that now. But um, so they're still realistically missing. And I was I was spewing that Dearden wasn't the 18th man because I wanted Dearden to miss um, the game too. <laughs> so the Cowboys have just come off the buy, which is a big win for them. They've just pumped. Melbourne forty five to twenty two weeks Drink ago. Drinky's playing. So, Drinky's in his. You know. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one for us. We'll have to sort of, you know, earn the right and get into the grind. I think. And so it's an interesting one from a super coach perspective. At first, I thought Cowboys massively depleted. Like their four packs gone, half of their back line's gone. Tamalolo's back. Well. back this week. They've got McLean Hess in the front row. Jake Granville can do a job and defend at hooker. I was getting in Dylan Edwards this week, but with the Kennedy chat, I'm reassessing that. But I think Dylan Edwards, without the halves, he's going to take a big role, and I still like him as a buyer this week. Uh, as I said to you in the car, the only thing I doubt with Dylan Edwards is a lot of his tries that he scored this year is like, you know, a good hole run or support plays, and maybe without some of those key guys like Luai and Cleary, obviously injured, it might struggle for him. He still gets like a pretty – his base isn't bad, but I think those a lot of the tries he scored this year are from support running plays. And don't get me wrong, we've seen those Penrith forwards just bust through the line, but that's what worries me because you're going out there with Mitch Kenny and um, – Cogger and 
Uh, salmon. Uh, the week got a dog. Yeah, the week got a dog. So, like, oh, we didn't bring him this week. Yeah, there's not, there's not much. He's in the car still, but yeah, yeah, I brought him two. It's in my car. There's not much experience, so like, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be tough. And I back my team, and I believe in him. They're very well, like, coach side. So, but that's it's going to be an interesting one from Supercoach perspective. Are we considering? I wouldn't say nothing, but like buy around. I'm totally against it, but is. Do, do you guys? I feel like we've all got too much money in the bank at this point of time to like. If we were struggling to afford someone, you might go, "I really want that player not enough." But because we've got that extra money, it'll probably bite us in the bum that we're spending it a bit yeah. too frivolously. Um, yeah, I don't think you need enough. I think that's not the strategy. Yeah, this year with and all the buys. Enough crazy. of that. Uh, moving on to the next game: Newcastle versus the Roosters. The big one here. Stinger. Gregosaurus. He's out. Missed the team bus or something, didn't yeah, you say? something like that. So what it's team bus? What, to, to uh, training? To training or something, I don't know. Oh, I swear there was something where he didn't make the side. Like at that one was point earlier because, in the year, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's happened again, which sucks because last by round, he pumped out a massive whopper of a score. Um, he's at a good price now too. And if it's only going to short-term thing, you don't really want to sell him. It's not really I'm – not, I'm not planning on selling him, but um, – it just uh, it just hurts because he's only like what seventeen eighteen percent, so it's only gonna. Well, he doesn't play the last buy round six seventy five k with a thirty four break even. So, if he doesn't play next week, that's when we seriously reassess. Yeah, I if he doesn't play next week, then yeah. It'd be Otherwise, nice, it's you know. a season long. Key yeah, because he's, as, his base is pretty good. Like, his low score. When he scores a try, you get him 75 plus. Yeah. Like that's that's four, huge. 49 on the weekend, we're doing nothing. I think that's pretty good. But I think on the other side of the park, we've really got to consider this as a VC option. Joey Manu back at fullback. The, the Roosters look pretty depleted themselves. The, their forward pack is just kind of all over the place. Crichton's still on the bench. Nat Butcher starting prop and Tupanua goes back onto an edge, which I think is good for him. N- Nathan Brown, Terrell May on the bench. W- what are your thoughts? Um, how do you see this one playing out? Newcastle are pretty much full strength. I, I, I reckon I'm back in the Roosters. I'm still going to tip them because I think Manu at fullback might, Tedesco out might actually help them. I know it might be an unpopular position, to start, yeah, point of view, but uh, I think it might actually help them. Uh, Billy Smith's back in this week, so that's good for those owners that still have him. Uh, obviously, laid out last week. Um, but yeah, you've mentioned a lot of those guys. They still got a pretty experienced forward pack, so yeah. um, there'll be it'll be a tight contest. But um, yeah, Manu at fullback, I think is his first. Or he hasn't played many from fullback this year, so I think he's played one. Yeah, because Teddy was concussed. Because um, he's been pretty average. So I think it's a good thing for owners him going back there. Timmy Junior Palgo. Uh, the winger for the Roosters. Suwali is out um, because of suspension. Uh, Manu may go back to centre. There's a lot of there's a lot of risk here, but uh, 53 and 42 points in the last two weeks, negative seven break even. He's a cheapie. Oh, I don't want to say no to any cheapies that are right at the bottom dollar after the buller thing. I feel like if you like yeah. him, why do you get him? Um, is it risky? It might be. Um, yeah, I don't mind him. Like, he'd scored, I think, 13 tries in nine games or nine tries in 13 games in the big difference either way. But in um, in the Reggie's, yep. yeah. 
And I uh, come from the Tigers, Reggie system. Um, scored a try in his first game for the Roosters and got 42 last week. So he's, mm. that's two not bad scores. I'm I'm heavily considering him as a way to finally get rid of Max because I'm looking at and I'm looking at the cheap centre wings coming and there's not really many. So I'm just finding it a way because basically I've got an unwanted nuff that I didn't plan on it and I want him out of my side. How much so, is he? Uh, so what? Uh, Pauga or Max? Uh, Max. Max is 275. So uh. I go down to Pauga. And bang, two sixty five, and get that to hopefully make some money because it's. I still want some money at this time of year to for the run home. I think it's really important this year to get rid of your dead wood at this point while you can as well, because yeah. by the end of the year you're not going to have trades. You're going to need to fill that position in your side if someone's a laid out or something. Yeah. Example on the weekend, Hosking was laid out. Mm. Yeah, it's just. Thank after, God after I had. Uh, Sony Luke, <laughs> I guess that's a time you wish yeah. you had someone else. It's huh? just, it's just a, yeah. the risk is like he could become another Max for myself because Suwali is to come back into the side. Um, Paulo, will he come back into the side? Like, you, you, uh, there's so many question marks. But if he keeps playing well, it's 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 probably his spot to lose. But he's not even in the top ten most traded in yet. So I think a lot of other people were a bit cautious. But I'm just going uh, risk the trade to kind of get him. What if if he has a great game this week, scores a try, gets 67, that's going to be helpful. Maybe a little bit of money um, the main thing is too next week if like, I'm carrying a lot of players that are on the buy next week Max technically adds on to another player missing I need to have some guys playing next week so that's the main reason why I want to get rid of Max this week get Pauga hopefully plays next week and then that way I've got better numbers for next week anyone else from this game Timmy that stands out to you that you want to speak about to bring in or um... yeah bring in potentially or you have him in, in your side and... I guess Ponga is, like, still a good thing, I reckon. It's just their draw's tough. Yeah. He's still cheap enough. There's still... I guess the 5'8 position is the best place to probably stash him at the moment. For sure. Yeah, because there was a full-back spot. I guess you either got Buller and then... Maybe yep. a keeper, or you've got Buller and another gun guy, or you've got two other dudes doing things. Um, yep, I, I reckon he's worth the. Now that he's not got any sort of question mark over the origin, it's. Well, yeah, he's ruled himself out yeah. for the year. So, yep, I'd, I'd say he's. If you're thinking about him, give him a whirl. This game, he, it could be anything, you know what I mean? I think this could be a bit of a. Bit of a schmozzle of a game. Yeah, I don't know which way to tip this game. All I know is I think Joseph Manu will score well. Oh, I, I think hope so because he's been a little bit frustrating. He looked, he's looked, looked really out. Yeah, he's uh, five. He played well at five eight when he um, like the first few times he's done it, but mm-hmm. now kind of doing it week to week. It's a bit awkward for him. He's trying to pass the ball a lot. I noticed there was a lot it's of weird, passes, eh? and it's he weird. looks so weird doing it. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited to see him at fullback this week. Uh, Jackson Paulo is in the extended squad. So, obviously, the fact is in the extended squad, like, Pauga's ahead in the uh, picking order. Yeah. It's just whether or not, like, if Pauga keeps outperforming Billy Smith, then we probably see Suwali'i come back and replace Billy Smith. The amount of moving pieces there, maybe it could be one that you can avoid, though. I just feel like you might put yourself in another Figuai situation. Yeah, that's true. Looks looks attractive enough. Yeah, that's true. Then he's out the side and it's two trades. I think you're better off using Hughes' money to upgrade to, like, a Karaz. 
I, which I could make that happen, but then that's putting me in a hole next week because I have seven. I can't seven players out next week. Well, maybe not Kras. Maybe go. Yeah. Well, I looked at it and I didn't really like the other options, and I thought the fact that I now have that this money that's got to be to get in a gun like Cameron Munster, Harry Grant. Like I can't just keep tunnel visioning the buys because although I'm making up a lot of ground. I need you, you need it. Everyone needs to remember that you could probably game. nuff out later in the year, though. You know what I mean? If you need to get some yeah. one or two of those guys, yeah, but maybe, I won't maybe, do that if I already have a maybe yeah, just nah. leave Max and just hope he plays in the last buy round because injuries could happen. Yeah, as I said, he's down in the pecking order. I guess it's just I've got to take the risk and be like, Am I able to lose this trade if I screw it up? Yeah, Manly play Parramatta this week. Ruben Garrick back at center. Kaya Weeks is the fullback. Garrick, when a lot of us saw him line up at right centre, we were probably, as non-owners, we were probably like, yes, this is good. 169 points later, what's your read on Garrick? 788k, you guys both sold him. Yeah, so I sold him. You sold him too. Not this week, like for this weekend. I sold him the week prior. Yeah. And it was um, just of the thought that I was tossing up between selling him and Sevo. Obviously, wish I sold Sevo now. Um, (laughs) But in saying that, I just thought that without Tommy there, it's not as attractive. And there'll be a few games there where it's not. And that could be the case this week. Yeah. Easily. I don't think it's going to be that attractive. I don't think it was his. He was like complimenting other people's brilliance. Yeah, on the weekend and doing quite well at it, but I think without that other brilliance there, he doesn't make a lot of that on his own. So, still got Schuster there. I mean, opposite he, sides. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah, he's got the future immortal Jake Arthur on his side. So, I think that's one to watch out for. But um, a winner from this matchup here, Ryan Madison. Playing at number six, Dijon Arcee at number seven, Clint Gutherson goal kicking and potentially or well, pretty much all but locked in to be the tip of the spear for every single play. What are your thoughts? And Timmy? Looking at the game now and Manly's old club, he loves having a little bit of a whirl against them. And just looking at the, I can see them just sort of letting him, yeah, have a bit of a field day. And he's at Combank too. Yeah. I, he always steps up like for these kind of games and like I remember whenever like he performs in buy rounds like he got 80 in the first one which is probably a loop option or a captain option like, you know the, the years past he's always been a good pickup around these times so um, yeah I, I guess only owned by 9% and I'm sure other people will be looking to him because you know you're also oh, getting great extra buy still yeah he, like, I mean get him now before if you want him you'd get him now 138 in his role. looks super depleted. They kind of even look more depleted than Para on paper. I Which think. will also, I think, affect Garrick this week because, look, he, he scored Garrick when the players were out last time, only scored 40. Yeah. Which is and he scored what a try. Sell him. He's got yeah. a try. You never know how these games are going to go, though, because it's so there's so many unknowns. It could just be a yeah. really clunky, awkward, stop starty. Uh, mistakey sort of game, but Paris still got on a, a handy. Maybe it pack. could just be one of those games where it's just the defense goes out the window and they're just throwing it around. I still like Parra in this one. Obviously, I want Manly to win. Oh, it just depends on who scores the super coach. It's points, such a weak gutter dog thing to go for <laughs> Manly when you're a Penrith boy, eh? Yeah. Oh, hey, he was a Newcastle fan, like, you know. You know this. <laughs> but like Parramatta's forward pack is still intact. You've got Cartwright, Davy. Campbell Gillard's there. You've got Hopgood at lock. 
Brendan Hands looked very good at hooker on the weekend, so I think they're 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 building and they need to win games. So I think Gutherson's going to be at the centre of that, and he's definitely got to be a VC option with Garrick. I wouldn't be buying him. I wouldn't be putting anything on him. I'd just be happy to have him this week. Uh, I definitely think you want him for the run home, but... Yeah. Plays Melbourne the week after, so that could be awkward. Then what's he got after that? Then he's got Roosters. So it's probably a fade till... And then a buy in round 19. So there's a bit of an awkward patch for him there where it's... Or he he has a buy in round 19, so yeah, as you said. so. So if you don't have Garrick, over the next couple of weeks, you could potentially make them points up. Just, yeah. just make sure pot up or don't pot up. Don't go too crazy, but just yeah. I've been make, potting up pretty hard over the last couple of yeks, yeah. and it's been really but, hurting me. But like, oh, ma- no, but point, it's been really helping w- me. With a week like this, like Kennedy, Hines, Mulatalo, they could put on a hundred each. One of them captain, that could just make up all the lost ground you you lost last week. Nick Meaney is another one. He doesn't have Nick Meaney. I'm saying he's another option. Like yeah, we're talking about how I can improve here, Michael. <laughs> yeah, well, you could bring him in. Um, but yeah, I like I like that matchup, and I, I think that's a matchup I'm probably looking forward to a lot on the weekend. Uh, that one, I think this is going to be a bit of a poo slinger. Tigers versus the uh, Melbourne Storm. Stafford Tolan named at six. They're going to pump him. Who? Like Melbourne are going to absolutely pump him. Oh yeah, I think poo slinger. Like they'll I, be flinging poo at the Tigers. Nick Meany, like you said. They got a pretty good draw over the next few weeks too. Yeah, like it's oh they they do cards manly than Penrith. Um, but yeah, I, I brought him in. I boosted last week. I did it. Uh, yeah, didn't say I was going to do it, but I brought him in. Um, do you not have any boosts left? I'll use my last one. <laughs> Can't believe he's got any boosts. Yeah. But do you still have one left? Nah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was one of the last. I ones just like putting pressure on someone. Once they get their last boost, they get a bit like. Oh, no, because I, I felt like I did pretty well to hold it to this yeah, point, no, no, and no. I wanted to make the move to upgrade. And Meany, I'm happy he scored sixty because I think a lot, like if he went hundred plus, more people would bring him in this round. So kicking goals. Could have a good involvement. Yeah, that's how week. I feel about Will Kennedy. I'm glad he scored 23 last week. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, basically, me and he scored all his points in goals. Not one try, not one try yeah. assist. Like, it's pretty crazy. So, um, yeah, I think they can put some points on because, as I said, yeah, they're missing Munster, but Pezzett's a really good replacement. I love I him. I love Meany, but I can't do it. I just can't do it because I've got, I've got uh, Gutherson at fullback and to negate. Buller's output that he stung me the last few weeks. I need another fullback to make sure that that's a pod. Am I thinking too hard about this? Like, but meaning is available in Saint Owing, right? Yeah, but I think you know what I. I've been sort of a bit hesitant. I was a bit like, oh, do I want just two exclusive fullbacks? Because it seems like. But then I'm like, hold on, the dual guys, especially if they're playing at fullback, offer just as much. You know what I mean? To an extent, I know that Nick Meaning could have been a way smarter purchase for me, just because that way I've got that dual flexibility to swap between Azarco and, and that. You so get over this period game. But the- next week I might not have a fullback with Reese Walsh if he doesn't back up. So. Yeah, you get him. You get him for this game. Well, I brought him in. No one like you know what he could at the Tigers, and he's got a pretty good base. Fuck, so. I think I gotta get Meany. Kicks goals nah, too. No, but the only problem is other people can have Meany, and this week I'm spoiling my numbers. I have, I think I might have twelve. 
which I'm not happy with because Marju out. I was I was planning it pinpoint, but this always happens. And you I'm got surprised. no boost, so you can't. It didn't do happen earlier. About it. I'm doing three trades, getting in uh, Hughes for Moses, Edwards for Edwards for someone. Uh, Tedesco, selling Tedesco for Edwards. Or do I just leave Tedesco and he can be that point of difference in the future? I reckon you leave him for now. If you kill, oh, yeah. And I'm going uh, Katoa to Hines. Yeah, see, which are all good, like, three trades. I was always going to sell Tedesco this week. After he maxed out, go to a buy-friendly player. Edwards covers me till 19, and then I'll probably just hold Edwards and then trade to my final fullback. Did Either you bring way, in Edwards? Sorry? You didn't even bring in Edwards, I've did you? brought him in this week. Like, he's got him now. Oh, right. That's his trade, yeah. yeah. Oh. As a pod play. Oh, Dylan Edwards? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about the... Fire. Harrison? Yeah. yeah no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, he's yeah. talking about a good old Eddie. Yeah, all right, yeah. So, yeah, since um, I thought we weren't doing trades to the end, but I guess we must be near the end, so... Uh, we kind of are. Hughes. Well, now he's trying to have a go at you, telling <laughs> you that you're not sticking to you. Yeah, well, hey, we've we've sp- spoken about Nike. Edwards. Bateman at lock. I copped it. Bateman at lock. You like it? Yeah, well, uh, he filled in at lock a bit last week, and he's got base there. Like, I, I don't mind him there. It's, it's fine. Like, I don't expect him to score too many points. I just want him to tackle and get another 60 points. So, happy with the purchase. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Last game of the weekend, um, we've got Sharks versus the Bulldogs. Both sides are pretty much full strength, except Josh Adokar is out. Braden Burns is in. I like Matt Burton as a purchase. Pretty tough draw, though. It's it's tough to bring in either of these guys uh, because they got the buy next week. But if your numbers are good, then fine. That's fine because both these teams cover the next buy as well. Uh, I don't like the Matt Burton because if they do go rogue for the next game, he is a possible utility option. Like, like I, I doubt, I doubt it, but it's still a chance. Um, and the Bulldogs haven't been going that great. Like, yeah, like he scored pretty well on the weekend. Uh, thanks, Olapu, putting for him for that nice try. Um, I think you could do a lot worse things, but I think there's a lot of better options out there. And I think that the Sharks are going to absolutely tout the Bulldogs this week. I think so too. I think it's one of them games where they got towed up last week. They can't win a comp now because they've got fifty put on them, no, but. I like the Sharks' roster, and if they can get it together at the right time of the year, I can see them potentially doing some damage. I could see him making the top four, going in, losing that first game, losing the second game. See you later. So, so last year. They'll end the year before that, and whenever every time they make the final series, <laughs> except for the year they won. I like the Sharks, but until they can start dominating some of these you know, top sides, then... You know, I think you've got to utilise those stats and apply them to Supercoach. But um, uh, big win, I guess, is Nico Nico Hines. Nico Hines is available so, for around 16 and 19, so I think you lock that in now. Um, heavily owned, so realistically it helps and hinders at the same time. Yeah. But at the same time, because it's a buy round, um, we know he's going to be the most popular captain option. Maybe the fact that he's a buy round, some people might you know, be looping these 80s or 90s. But I now think now that Hines is playing in with his matchup, I honestly think my VC loophole 
score that I would do will increase. Yeah. Where normally it. I would take 80 for this round, but if I really think Heinz can score well, I'm going to increase mine to probably like 100. Uh, he might really want to open a can of whoop. No, I'd, I'd, I'd think, I think I'd be pretty stupid if I don't like loop 100 in a round where we only scoring yeah. 13. I think you got to take it in case a Nathan Cleary happens. Like I've learned my lesson from we're gonna be, you know, We're going to be in the chat having this argument and debate about whether we loop we, or not loop. We had, it, we had it last <laughs> time and I should have looped last or – yeah, I should have looped last time with the, the Guffo thing. I'm going to make my magic number 111. If it's anything under 111, yeah, there you I, go. I, I think I'll loop it. 100. But St- yeah. Stick to it. Uh, the Sharky's backs he- heavily targeted. I think if you've got any of them, uh, you're disappointed if you've got Katoa on the weekend because he's just gone back down in price again. I could absolutely kill um, this week. So. Molotala, I'm very happy to have. Got a late consolation mm. try. So, like, that's always going to happen with Molotalo. So, I think... He's just a ride out to the end of the season, you reckon? Yeah, I think he's a. They've yep. got a good draw, especially towards the back back end as well. I think if there's one centre wing that you're aiming for, he's the guy over Nick Meany, in my opinion. Who's this Molotov? Yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a hard comparison because you've got a goal kicking. I'd fullback. have them mm. very in very similar territories. Yeah, but with their draw, if you're happy with the Sharks' draw, then then yeah, 100%. Um, um, but then also, tell you got Talakai in there too, and that left side was got punished yesterday by the yeah. Eels, so we know what the Sharks' left side can do, and that's only going to benefit more Talo as well, as you said. Here's one I got for you. Um, a lot of people got in Damien Cook. Um, he's been selected for Origin. Going to break... Blake Braley for round sixteen and nineteen, and maybe just riding him for the rest of the season. I don't. I think Harry Grant is and selling Cook. Yeah, I think Harry Grant. Do you reckon is, they would have sold him if he didn't make Origin because he's not playing this week anyway? Like with round six, his team. But he now play. misses. You're nah, assuming he misses nineteen. No, nah, because he would have played nineteen. Yeah. So people would have held on to him, yeah, but okay. now he doesn't play sixteen or nineteen, and he's not like he got a hundred on the weekend. But that was without the big stars, and he's always going to do that because he's going to pick up a bit of slack. Any he's chance they go back to Appy for game three? Is he I feel like he's ruled out. No, he's, he's ruled out for... It's like six weeks. Is it? Okay. Nice, yeah, if nice. anything, I think they would go... Coruscant would come back in for Robson unless Robson yeah. absolutely kills it. But if he's but not going to be available, then that's all good. Okay. Yeah. It's tough. Like, if you're carrying, like, two good hookers and one of them's like Harry Grant, like, you're going to probably have to offload one to it, and I'm in that boat. I definitely feel like you want to aim for the bigger upside guys, like the halves, the fullbacks, the Nick Meanies and the Molotalos in the center wings. But if you do have a spare trade and you've got Cook, like, he hasn't been amazing, and I don't think he's going to be – like, if you can get rid of him now for Blake Braley, who finishes his buys in round 17 – that's one less hassle later in the year when Rabbitohs have their bye in the grand final. Oh, I don't. I don't like. The it. only thing is, too, if he does, if Damian Cook doesn't back up next week, you're thinking, "Oh, sweet, I got Brayley," but then Brayley doesn't play next week either. So, but so if you're selling Cook, but the problem with Cook is, you might say, like, you know, he hasn't been going to where he scored 100, and then last week he scored 80. He's been scoring well, and the main reason I've loaded up on Bunnings, yes, they still got two more buys to come. Uh, this is only their first buy. This is their first part. They've got two more to come, but their draw is actually crazy. When you look, yeah. they, they're coming into a nice five-week patch. So there is no way that I don't want to own him. Like, I have Cook and I have Robson. I'd prefer, Robson's a guy to go to get to Grant. I'd prefer to oh, – for you, Robson 100%, but I think I'd prefer if I've got Harry Grant and Damian Cook – 
You wouldn't yeah, but, sell but to get I'm a number not, in a hookup. I'm, I'm not. Wor- I'm, I'm, I'm against it. I'm I don't, just I'm not like worrying it. about it. Like yeah. I'm not doing it personally. He's but not a sell. He's not a sell. I feel like if you need to get numbers, and that's a way to yeah, do it. If, if yeah, if you're right, if you're struggling to get numbers in other positions, which I'd be surprised. And yes, maybe that is a good play because Brayley's base is not bad. Britton Nickera, fifty-five on the weekend, pretty solid. He's looking pretty good. Targets for this week. I think he's still a massive target. It's just that the Sharks got smashed last week. Had they not got smashed, you know, that would have been a bit better of a score for him. He's been scoring really well. I wanted him and Bateman, but realised that if I had have gone both of them, I wouldn't have been able to get a fullback. Yeah. Just because of the way mm. yeah, things played out. So, yeah, I could only get one of them. But I think it's going to be a tough watch. I think he's... I think on the flip side, you could go to Wilton. Wilton is still only yeah, about 10 or 11%. Well. I think at one point, he was priced at 660. He's now bottomed out in around five. Uh, he's, no, he's like 550. So he's pretty low now. Um, the fact is at that score, he scores lots of tries. He scored a try on the week in 57, but he has those games where he builds the base and he scores quite a few off a kick, which is why he scored low last week. And if we think the Sharks are going to have a big game and that left edge, she loves running a hole. Maybe if you can't afford Nakora, you could go down to Wilton, who he's not been a bad buy. I feel like Wilton, you've got to be a Wilton guy. He's one of those unique yeah. players where you're either a Wilton guy or not a Wilton it's, guy. It's like yeah. Tolman, Tolman owning Aiden Tolman. Um, I skipped past it, but Ellie Katoa's out. Oh, did he actually not get named? Because yeah, I he thought he, he passed his HIA but had a laceration. He's not even named oh, on the extended. I don't know how I haven't even picked this up. That's that's a stinger for people. Do you have Eli Katoa? Yeah. See, that's a stinger for Eli Katoa. And Eli I was counting him as a, as a number, bloody of course. Everyone would be thinking. Well, yeah, we, we're not allowed to get to our numbers side of things yet, but it's coming very soon to me, so excited to hear. But, yeah, that's that's a big one, man. Like, yeah. uh, because Eli Katoa bottom out at price. He was a good buy. I, I liked him as a buy. I almost pulled the trigger. Uh, so did I. I you were very close. I had the choice between him and Jacob Preston, and I thought just uh, Jacob Preston has the buyer coverage a bit better. But yeah, I've sold Hopgood and Preston and bought them both back. Is he a holder or a sell? Like, how long's a laceration of the eye? Like, is that a, how long do you wait? I for feel that like he heal? always gets a laceration of the eye. If you're low he's on, he's got num- some crazy eyes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're low on numbers and there's a good replacement, then jump. But maybe if he's going to be back next week, and you know you got a lot of it's them to buy, it's a tough one because, like, I said that, I said that earlier in the season that w- when he comes back from concussion, I will eye him off. I sold him, and I, I wanted him so long. I think the way he plays. Puts his body on the line too much. He's he's a sell. Like he's going to score big, but it's going to even out a few Doesn't weeks later. Cover any he, more buys. Yeah, it's going to even out when he knocks himself out another week. Um. All right, trades. What are you doing, Mikey? Uh, so I am. Yeah, as I teased you before, I'm swallowing my pride, and um, I'm doing a Mitch Moses to Jerome Hughes. After the Greg Marzahue news, I my numbers uh, I'm doing all right. I'm at 14 with that trade, so yeah, I, I did have 15 with and then Robson and Moses got ruled out, put me to 14. I've made that trade to get my numbers up, so I've got 14. Um, I had 14 for the last buy, went up the rankings. I'm pretty happy with that, but I am still heavily considering using one more trade and doing Max V guy to Pauga. I don't think I'll do an upgrade. I might have a look at it. I really want to bank that money from getting Hughes to then start getting in guys like Munster. I'm looking past the buys. I've got 13 for the next buy. So if my numbers are good, maybe, yeah. I'm just weighing up that option because maybe, as you said, like holding that trade could be better for me. 
like saving the two next week. But my plan is anyways, if I did get the power one, save two next week if, if I can. So it's all about, yeah, worrying about next week too. As I've said, I've got six. Unless he turns into a ball off, which I don't think he will, I reckon saving it's the way to go for yeah. him. Yeah, I'm just thinking and looking at next week. If by getting someone like Palga, it means I don't have to sell Alamotti. And if I keep Alamotti, Alamotti's a number for the next buy. So that's where my brain's at. I really need to get this. I, I need to turn Max into someone playing and someone who's going to play this week and next week. But at the same time, I'd prefer the cheapy option because then I can save the money for something else. But that's where the issue lies in. It means I'm risking job security. I think passes the eye test. But the last time I was keen on a guy in Max Vega, it didn't work out. So I, I am going to heavily think about it. Uh, trades are going to start to get precious, and I think as we've said previously, Tim, I think you want to finish round 19, get out of the buys with 10 trades. Mm. I think you need 10 trades. Timmy? Yeah, well, mine was going to be real short, simple and sweet. I was just going to go um, Cleary to Hines, but now with finding out Katoa is not available, early Katoa, I'm going to have to make another move. I've got 13 players, but that's with... Sony Luke, and I'd rather have 14 plus Sony Luke. So, um, oh, he'll probably play bigger minutes this week, but now thinking about it, Eisenhoof's not going to play the 80. Um, Kenny will probably fill in the other minutes at last. Yeah, yeah, on that's the true. That's, I didn't think about that before, but uh, Luke will probably play more minutes than what he has been as Eisenhoof's not going to play 80. Yeah, so I've actually got no idea on that because it hasn't been entering my mind. I was just like feeling real good about it too because I was like, yes, one trade. It feels real nice to save a trade. And I was looking at that, leaving me with 16 left just doing the Just Nico. And it felt a little bit nice. But um, yeah, I'm going to probably have to use another one. And I'm going to try to be calm and not throw up any weird names yet and put any pressure on myself because I throw up some weird names and then I end up. Picking the weirdest of the bunch pre-kickoff. I've got 12 with Tom Eisenhuth. So I'm on Struggle Street this week. Everyone else has pretty good numbers. I have pretty good numbers for 19, but... There's always usually one out of the three that is, you know, you're not as prepared for. So that's how it always works. Yeah, have a yeah exactly. Deal. So this is my lopsided one. I was prepared for round 13. Well, you got 12. I got 12. That's not that bad. What do you got? 14. But are you going to have 13? If I if I trade do two trades, yeah, I'm not going to do three trades. You'd want to though, right? Like if you could, well, because you'd I've got get 13. thirteen technically with Luke. A part of me is just like, mm, oh, so he has thirteen, but he's counting it as twelve. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, but I see put- to counteract that, I would have like the first one. I was really worried about Solo, which ended up working out, but I carried a fourteen to cover that. So if I've got a guy I'm worried about, I'd carry fourteen. Yeah, but like you said, Savs earlier, like if you have quality, which you're happy with the quality you've got in your twelve, then that. I think well, that's just as I'm, important. A, I'm actually very happy with the quality. Like in round 13, I had Ben Murdoch Masilla. I had like Jared Croker. I had. Uh, like, he scored okay. No, he yeah. scored okay. Who else was there? There was some dud as well. There was like. Sloan? Dev- Sloan. Sloan. Yeah. Isaiah Katoa. Like I had three duds there. My side here is Clint Gutherson, Dylan Edwards, Taruva, Mulatalo. Joey Manu, Jerome Hughes, Nico Hines, Schuster, Preston, Hopgood, Hosking, and that's it. Yes, yes, like, they're all good players. There's a few with a big upside. And Tom Eisenhuth, who... It's tough because I know I was burning you. You want to have 13, but they're, they're I can't do it. Yeah. I can't do it. See, these are where which you said it's Are you uh, using three trades to get to 12, are yeah. you? Sorry? Are you using three trades to get to 12? Yeah. So so make, you, it's one of those awkward times you've got to just kind yeah. of do but it. But this is but where Sav's motto stings him that the... Um, 
the boosts are overrated and you should burn from it. This is where that stings you because I, I haven't won for I, this time. I don't know. Hit. I don't know. I don't know so much that that's the case. No, but if he had, if you had one now, this is kind of why. But I if he did have one 13. now, he'd be using four trades and you'd have he'd have fuck all left. Yeah, but then he either way he's already used. No, boost I'd be on the one same trade that he trades, had. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't league. change his trades because he's already mm. used that boost. Would change it could change something in his ranking, but yeah, you, if you had a boost this way, you're using it to get the third. Oh, 100. Right? But but I feel like if I hadn't used it yet, the last four weeks I would have used it. I would have been like, oh, I want him. Yeah, real yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be too okay. scared when you're listening yeah, around, and putting your ear to the ground to see what other numbers people have. I think Mike, you want me talking to his microphone for a little bit. Um, <laughs> So a bit of the flaws. Yeah, don't be too scared when you hear people go, I've got 14, I've got 15, I've got, you know, I've got 13. All these people bragging their numbers. They probably are carrying at least two or three duds as well. So, But there are some that aren't. Like, I, I don't think I'm carrying a bum for this round. So, But, like, it depends. Like, it depends who you classify as a bum because I guess the only – like, we worked it out in the first round. The only advantage to having more than a 13 is if a guy goes out there and does, like, a Nathan Cleary. Mm. Then it's going to be handy That's why I, I wanted to have 15 for 16 I wanted to go hard for one But I think we're forgetting how precious the trades are going to be Come end of year Because you've got to deal with it by every round We don't have we haven't had to deal with that before Yeah It's i got to say It's easier than what I first thought it was Like years ago I remember thinking Imagine if there was buys every week Like it'd be carnage Yeah It's easier than what I thought then At the start of the season Thought it'd be okay I feel like every week in between these buy rounds has been carnage. It's been tough. You need trades. Mm. Yeah, 100%. And like at the start of the year when it's all fine, you had to save it when you had to. Like, Yeah, I'll, we I'll, need to have a better structure going into next year. We'll assess what the game is, assess what the rules are, how many trades we've got, how many rounds there are, all that stuff, but then be like strict to each other and be like, no, nah, let's save, let's save. We've still got half season to go, so like – I know, like, I've put myself in a position at 160th where, like, I'm in a good position and I don't regret what I've done because it's got me to where I am now. But is the ground made up later in the season? Like, is that where the ground can be made up compared to past seasons where everyone's kind of had the same and been able to ride out the rest of the year with their players? From what I've heard from a lot of other people that have won, it seems to be easier just to hit first yeah. and then hold it. You know yeah. what I mean? From, like... X amount of time, which can be hard to do, but plenty of people have done that rather than sort of that. Like, there's, there's been a few on that last round, sort of. Kept, yeah, it's a fight for. Yeah, that it's, it's still alive, which is exciting. Yeah. Those rounds, but yeah, I reckon there's there's so many trades. If we went back over them, we'd have like, you know, at least fifteen or so that we've used already. And went didn't they do that? Yeah, exactly. Exhibit A. Bloody Franklin Pelle to Ben Trebojevic. Yeah. Yeah, but I can understand why he did that at the time. Like, it's to get rid of a bum. Like, I had Harrison Edwards in my side. He'd be playing this week and I'd have but, – but it's like, like I haven't made great decisions here and there, but, like, I'm still where I am. I've yeah. made shit decisions and I'm still where I am. So you could still make shit decisions from now till the end of the year. Oh, you will. And still – And you make some really good ones. That's that's super coach. Um, captains. See, I think it's a pretty open week for captains. I was saying there's so many options. Like all those guys I mentioned, like Meany, Drinkwater, Gutho, uh, Will Kennedy, uh, Nico Hines. Like th- there's heaps. Like it's it's a tougher week to pick one. Ponga. That's a, it's a terrible week. Manu, 
because you've got to get it right. Yeah, I, I think I'm more because it's Nico Hines. He's going to be the most popular and he plays the last game. I think the play is Pod VC or someone you're really keen on into it. So I'm either going to put a VC on. My original plan was drink water, but I kind of like this. Yeah, I've just got to work out how I think Penrith are going to go well. I just like drink water because it's a 3%. That's going to be a pod play. So it's either going to be drinky or I think it's going to be too hard for me to not do guffo with the goal kicking. I'd like to think that Penrith's defensive systems will still be somewhat intact. Yeah. They might still lose the game, but I don't think they're going to be a... And even if that, over. one thing the trend has been with Drinkwater is even in those games where Cowboys are only scoring two Still tries, going pretty well. he's scoring all yeah. the tries. So the thing is, I think even in a losing side, he's going to poll well. But um, I'm leaning towards, I think it's between him or Guffo, because Guffo's kicking goals, kind of like the Parasite, the named, and yeah, I'm not getting cute with that, see. It's got to be Hines, as I said. I, th- I think so too. Don't get cute with it, because like, if you're behind in the week and you decide, oh, I've got Kennedy, I'll go Kennedy. Kennedy could score well, but like yeah. Nick, Nico Hines doesn't need to do as much and could like score double what Kennedy scores, yeah. even though Kennedy scores well. So um, I think just cop it. It's it could be a week where a hundred points is the difference. It's it's tough in a buy round. I've also got Nick Meany that I'm like, oh, VC on him would be kind of nice. Yeah, it'd be nice. But that's why I'm like, maybe I just lean towards the goal kicking, so either Meany or Gutho, because then if that score, they've got that as well. Yeah. Where those extra, like say that those teams smash them, that's an extra 20 points if they kick them. That's enough to, that gets you from an 80 to 100 and yeah. you go bank it. But it's, it's, that's what I mean, there's lots of decisions to be made. Timmy? Well, I remember being in the last buy round and having the thought that, I'd stuffed up the strategy and I uh, midway through the round. And I think that the best strategy for this won't work because you, I think that what you do is you VC in this round the guy you think that's going to score the best, the guy you want to land up yeah. with your captain. But that, in this case, for me, is Nico in the last round. No, but so. that's fine. That's just as good, I reckon. But you'll take as your captain. But I but think you'd rather I, the pot option is your VC, right? Well, you'd rather VC the popular option, him not go off, and then. Captain's yeah. good. So I'm going to just do Manu, Manu VC, Captain. I'm thinking too. Yep. Great, and yeah. Unless, the only reason that'll change is if the second trade I end up doing, I bring in somewhere where I'm like, ooh, they actually are a good thing now. I just mm. don't know. But you're, you're honestly going to, like, you think you do Manu over Gaffo? Yeah, I'm thinking Manu. It's either Manu or Dylan Edwards. Oh God, yes, he, um, there's, there's just so many options. I don't mind Gutho, hey, this round. I know it's like it's it's hard I, when I, they do it the last round. Yeah, you kind of think um, to back it up and yeah. do it again. I'm thinking that I think he's going to score well. He's going to be in everything, but I don't think he's going to have that ceiling because he yeah. hasn't got the half. Which he to, did score 80 last time uh, in the buy round. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. But, yeah, as I said, I'd, yeah, the goal kicking with upside is handy. Mm. Could it's be bad tough. too because if all the tries are on the edges – yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough. I think he's going to have to float to both sides too. It's look, there's so many options. So yeah, I'm not locking any in, but I know we're all going to lock in Hines. We see. Who do we think's the most depleted? It must be Manly. Like out of Cowboys, Mono, you'd have to say Penrith. Oh, Penrith, Penrith by Pen- far. Penrith is missing the most. They're the most depleted. Um, but and then I also think the Tigers because although they're only missing three, they're missing. They're hooker. Yeah. They're missing Luke Brooks and Otoika Malag. They're missing three pivotal points to that side, to a side that really sucked at the start, got a little bit of mojo, and then they've just had it kicked out of them. So if 
as I, th- I know where you're pointing to here, so maybe you target that. I don't. I think don't think the tags will go too bad. Wakeham's good enough to just sort of. I think he's been okay. Like st- Toa's yeah, got a running game. Like he's you know he, he'll go okay there. Simpkins a hooker anyway. Sim- the rest of their side. We never really mentioned Simpkins as a buy. Two hundred. I know we're about to wrap up, but two hundred twenty six k seventy on the weekend. If you want to get rid of Sunny Luke, he could be a. Uh, he covers two buys and he's got a low break even now. But then uh, I guess if you prepared and like nothing, I have five, that AE nightmare. It's a five well. to six week play. I like Jake Turpin better mainly because De Silva is on the bench for the Tigers. Appy got injured on the weekend, so that just forced Simkin into playing big minutes. De Silva is on the bench. He'll come on and play hooker, so they might have a 50-30 split. Yeah, which when last time he didn't make it, was doing that, he still scored all right. Yeah, and if yeah. he's at the price, like Turpin, the way to get rid Turpin of 300K with a negative 10 break even, playing the Knights the last two weeks, 55 and 56 on the weekend in 80 minutes, so... I prefer Simkin, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like you could put yourself into a hole with that trade if you don't. Sony Luke it. must have a little brother or an older brother too, by the way. Just I was watching a New South Wales Cup game and there was a a Luke playing hooker. Isaac. He was so small. Isaac Luke. No, <laughs> no. Helam Luke. No, no. Luke Metcalf. I'll, I'll have did to. I'll show you a photo older, later. Like he looked older. He looked exactly like. Oh, well, then yeah, I'd say Sony Luke, but. A little bit different. Guys, we haven't got our best bets here at the moment, but make sure to head over How to How would that bet. have won gone last week? Uh, Did all those sides The win? Sharks didn't win. Uh, yeah. I'd, I, because they have same-game multis, we've got to be more creative with our bets now because um, you can do same-game multis, you can bet across uh, different types of multis. So I think best bets will be a luxury, like maybe for Origin or something, um, and then... Uh, we'll just post our best bets day to day. We usually post one every day for the um, for the games, but make sure to gamble responsibly. You lose more than you win. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Use the code TURBO. Um, we have a new podcast coming out too. Me and Mikey just recorded before we came. Okay, how'd it go? It was good. Yeah, it was good. It was, it, was, it was fun. It was fun. So pretty much it's a new series uh, interviewing your favourite Supercoach players or Supercoach podcasters. Podcasters. So just it's not, they're not just talking about Supercoach, more so just going into a bit of the backstory of how you got to there. And then just a bit of it, like you listen to these guys talking on podcasts all the time, and just to get a bit about bit to know them. It was, it was fun. It was fun to get away from that and kind of... It, well, fe- it felt very natural, yeah, didn't it? In, like, in our case, uh, for me and Savs, I guess with our one, we're talking... You date for a bit, didn't you? Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, we, we do talk about that. Yeah, we do. <laughs> that, because because we're, we're really good mates, um, yeah. and how we got in, we become better mates from Supercoach, same as with the story of you and Savs, and all of us, we're yeah, good yeah. mates from Supercoach. Um, we haven't slept together yet. Yeah. No, no. We haven't slept together either. <laughs> so random rumors. Well, you both, he's married. Or I'm, I am straight. <laughs> just letting that know to the viewers. Because when you listen to that podcast, I'm just, I'm just putting yeah, it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. right. Really, that's funny. But yeah, hey, as, as people, fans of the show, check it out if you want to know. Like, yes. Yeah, so, I'm just so, trying a new thing, bro. So it's I'm thinking um, it'll be this Sunday or next Sunday. Most likely this Sunday we'll release it. Um, and then... I really need people to get behind it because, like, we we get a good amount of listens for this podcast, but doing something like this, 
we can't keep doing it unless we get the support. So um, when we do release it, we'll upload shorts to get people from Instagram listening to it. Um, But it's really you guys who listen week to week who are going to be the ones wanting to listen to Mikey. Let us us know what you think. What questions do you want Sabs to ask these guys? Like, you know, not only about that, but like, you know, there might be a few things that, you know, listen to it. And if you've got any feedback, hit us up on our socials and... Yeah, like you know, that, that's also, also going to help too. Also, suggest who you want on the podcast. Yeah. we've got we've got the studio, we've got the space, we've got the equipment. We've what other podcasts do you listen to that you'd like to know about? So, because we're not obviously just going to be interviewing the Supercoach Experience guys. Sav is going to be interviewing it. We haven't got anything locked in yet, but we've got a few. We've got a, a few, few names. Locked we don't want to keep it as a yeah. Well, under but Mikey, rightfully so, is going to be the first episode. So and bank an episode before I head over to Europe. So yeah, it was, it was fun. Yeah, cool. You gonna come on, Timmy? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah kind of, we. All, I love hearing that story. So it's good because I, I, the story of especially you and Timmy getting into Supercoach. I was there the whole kind of ride was, in the background. It was like, nearly better than our story, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. They're both very different stories, but at the same time, for that story, like I was there watching the whole thing unfold. Like, yeah. I remember this guy in his up and used to always interact. Like I was a part of seeing it from the start. And Bro, your snowflakes. You're snowflakes. You were snowflakes. What do you mean I was snowflakes? You know how like, you snowflakes were snowflakes interaction. Yeah, you no, like... Oh, yeah, but yeah. I didn't put shit on yous back then. Uh, I put shit on yous now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, you were... It's like a, uh, Adrianosaurus. He'd be a great one to get on to because... He would. The He's way a, he come into it, he was a fan, like, he was very similar to you and then become good cool. mates, was part of us well, for a little bit. that's also different because he didn't jump on board and become our mate, per se. He kind of... He does live in another state. He lives in another state, but, like, he did his own thing. Like, yeah. it's exactly what he needed to do because he, he fucking loved that stuff. And, yeah, like, 100% he had lots of good knowledge and he's created a pretty good following. So, yeah. uh, they a loyal, to see guys He has like a great that. skill of talking to an audience by himself. I oh, think he that's does. A very he hard does. Thing. He really does. It's hard, eh? Maintain. Very, very yeah, hard. he does that Barnes very well. Barnes also does that well. There's a few that not many can do it, man. It's it's tough. I've tried and it's, it's very tough. It's very tough because you get caught in your own mm. thoughts as well. I can't even, like, when I've got two people, three people, if I'm talking for longer than five seconds, I'm like, fuck, I've lost everyone here. Yeah, you, like, can, <laughs> you can bounce off the person. Yeah, now. exactly. Well, anyway, so um, we're getting a bit off track. But yeah, that'll be released Sunday, I assume. I've just got to get the all clear from um, the guys. Mikey's to make sure. parents. He's got to sign uh, off. Yeah, it. he's got to sign no, off. No, all, all approved. Um, bit of X-rated content in there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to bleep out some names as well. We, we yeah, yeah, there. we've got a bit of editing to do. All right. Um, cheers for listening. Good luck with your Supercoach this week. and um, Enjoy yeah, the buy round. Yeah, enjoy the buy round. Not by James Graham. He does a podcast called the...